Hey guys, this is Bryant Walker with the Creative Business Forum. I'm here today with Rob Dinacola. He is a commercialization strategist and builder of organizations. Rob, thanks for being on the Creative Business Forum. I appreciate you hopping on. Let's start with just giving the folks a bit about what you do and what you're about. Yeah, so uh, thanks again for having me on here. It's it's, it's really uh, cool uh, to be on. Basically for me, I'm a commercialization uh, specialist, as you said. Uh, I've uh, spent over 15 years in mostly startup and private equity kind of companies. These companies, of course, have a lot of uh, commercialization issues, right? They have, they're have they mostly pre-commercialization, Series A, seed funding kind of things. So I'm the guy you bring in when you have limited resources, you have a good idea, and you want to try to bring it to market. Uh, and that's my job. So I, I, I uh, excel at three things really well. One, being able to define commercialization strategy. Two, maximize limited resources and make the most of it. And three, build company culture, uh, which I find is very important, especially That's in the startup huge. world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what types of companies um, do you typically work with? And uh, and what are other brands that might might be interested in your services? Yeah, so uh, I really come into a specialty of like neurorehabilitation, uh, medical robotics, uh, med tech in general. So it's a really interesting uh, area. There's a lot of great ideas out there. Engineers are just building stuff, you know, MIT uh, to name one. I'm from Boston. So we have a lot of MIT incubators up here and things get popped out of there all the time. So right, right. that's the kind of stuff that really jazzes me up, especially given the fact that a lot of this stuff fits an unmet need or in today's world, the healthcare world, so many hospitals are understaffed. Their manpower is down. They don't have enough to fill the void of the patient loads. And a lot of this technology actually helps fill that or at least gap that up. Mm -hmm. uh, so being able to get these ideas out, being able to go and get some money from VCs or private equity or some kind of non-dilutive way to uh, you know bring this, these products to market is something that you know we try to do. That's fascinating, and and um, you know we do a lot of work with clients in um, senior living and skilled nursing, and so you know a lot of honestly a lot of advertising, and I hate to say it that way, but a lot of messaging will say targeting folks that uh, or, or or family members of folks who have had or have neurorehabilitation needs and you know from strokes or whatever else sure. and um it's very niche but it also isn't you know it's a really oh. big need and yeah. like we were talking about before we, we started recording a lot of folks don't realize that they, they actually have a path forward and there actually is possibly a rehabilitation path forward and how do you see that journey ahead from a communication standpoint no, I agree. I mean, it's, it's a huge problem right now, actually, quite honestly, that there's not enough OTs and PTs in the world going back to that, that that shortage of healthcare workers. And everyone thinks of nurses and doctors, but OTs and PTs, especially, it's a, you know, it's pretty niche. People don't even know what an OT is for the most part, mm -hmm. right? Occupational therapist, they don't get paid exceptionally well when they come out. They have a lot of schooling. It actually is a six-year course now. And the population's aging, right? The baby boomers are moving through that pipeline. The biggest group, of, you know, population group we've had ever and they're all aging out, right? And right. unfortunately dying. And But they're also the ones having all the cardiovascular issues. And then we have had the COVID epidemic that again, whether it's COVID or the vaccines, depending on how you talk about it, have caused a lot of cardiovascular issues as well that lead to stroke and things that need rehab. And there's a huge demand there. And then we add on, you know, traumatic brain injury, Parkinson's, things like that. It, it's yeah. really an exploding issue. And um, I have a passion for it. My mom suffered from a stroke. She passed from it actually after doing pretty well. So it's a really complicated thing. And a lot of people don't realize that there is hope after you go. Once you go to inpatient rehab and it's like a two-week thing, uh, when you go out, you're basically on your own. You might have some outpatient stuff. But 
no matter where you are on your journey of recovery, there's always a way to get better. And a lot of the, the companies that I, I deal with or talk to, they have technology that's there to help solve this problem. So, you know, for me, it's a passion play and I'm here to help them or I want to help them get these in the hands of patients who need it. So it's, it's, it's really cool to not only be able to like create a business for these, for these founders, but also do some societal good. That's like the, the perfect thing, right? If you can actually solve a societal problem and also make money, that's great. Cause you can make money doing anything and some of it's not really a great way to make it. Yeah, uh, that's golden. This is a great way to make it. So that's kind of why I really enjoy this this niche. That's great. So help me understand, help some of the listeners understand, uh, what, what, what are you looking for in some of these companies that might be able to benefit from some of your services? What are some of these common pain points? You touched on it before, yeah. but let me preface this. With a lot of founders, whether they're tech founders, med tech founders, or just you know operators in general, we have a hard time getting out of our own way sometimes. Yeah. So um, how do you kind of articulate that to them and help them understand that the need is there and you're the guy to help them see the light? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, yeah I, I hear you. So, you know, I deal with a lot of engineers and sometimes they're very hard to, you know, to, to get across to without a spreadsheet. <laughs> um, but, yeah. um, you know, it's like the Peter Thiel book, Zero to One, they're the hardest people to get to commercialize. Uh, so, you know, the thing that they usually face is one, I have a great product but have they even actually approached the end user to see if it actually fits a need, right? So that's that's one. So we have to make sure there's a, there's a product market fit. Um, two, they may have created something that's so advanced or so different that no one has even thought of. So now you have to kind of create a market, which is very, very complicated, right? You're, you're trying to create a whole new market. Um, and then the pain point attached to that is that you need resources, right? You need money. A, a lot of these companies are like privately funded uh, through the uh, founder themselves, or maybe some a founder and some friends. So being able to go out there and get some seed money, Series A, or maybe even look at government ways to get money that's non-dilutive, which is actually the best way to do it because you're not actually affecting your equity at all in the company. Uh, so those are some of the major pain points that you know they deal with, and hopefully I can help them overcome these things. Yeah. So um, this is a lot of very specific information. And I really hope that we can have another conversation that's more <laughs> tailored to maybe even some use cases and case yeah. studies and just get into it. But for the sake of time, how can folks get a hold of you and learn from Rob DiNicola, the commercialization strategist specialist? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pretty easy. Uh, LinkedIn, I'm a huge LinkedIn fan. I've, I've always uh, been, been that for networking, for commercialization, you know, everything's there. So you can look me up at Robert DiNicola or my consulting firm is a small boutique one. It's me and someone else who's actually a JD. It's good to have a lawyer on staff with regulations. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, RCD2 Consulting, uh, which is also on LinkedIn there. Very cool. We'll be sure to include it in the show notes as well as on our website that links to the, the show itself. And uh, Rob, I really appreciate you being on the Creative Business Forum and talking shop. It's been fun. Yeah, Brian, I appreciate it. Same. All right.